We are told that tzaddikim, righteous people, don't pass away, they pass on. But what exactly does that mean? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on Daf Chof Hay, page 25 of Moed Cotton. And we learn that the teachings of the righteous not only impact us, but protect us for all eternity. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. When Rav Huna died, they considered placing a Sefer Torah on his beer. Rav Chissa said to him, This is a practice that he didn't approve of during his lifetime. Why would we do it now? For Rav Tachlifa taught, I once saw Rav Huna who wished to sit on a couch, but there was a Torah scroll placed on it. And so he turned over a jug and placed the Torah scroll on it so that he could then sit on the couch. Apparently, he maintains that it's prohibited to sit on a couch when there's a Torah scroll there. Therefore, it would be inappropriate to lay a Torah scroll next to his body. When they tried to take his body out of the house, the beer wouldn't fit through the narrow door. They considered lowering the beer from the roof, but Rav Chista said to them, Actually, I learned from Rav Huna that the honorable practice is to take a scholar out via the main entrance. They thought of transferring him to a narrower beer so it would fit through the door. But Rav Chista said to them, I learned from Rav Huna that the honorable practice is to transport a scholar on the first beer. For Rav Huna quoted Rav, How do we know that a scholar's honor is for him to be taken out on the first beer? As it stated, And they set the ark of God upon a new cart. When taking the ark to Jerusalem, King David had it placed back on the cart upon which it had been returned by the Philistines. And a Torah scholar is considered to be similar to the ark of the covenant. And so, seeing that there was nothing else they could do, they broke the wall around the door and removed his body through the expanded entranceway. They then brought Rav Huna from Babylonia to Israel. The sages of Israel said, Where shall we bury him? They concluded, Rav Huna disseminated Torah to the people of Israel, and similarly, Rabbi Chia disseminated Torah to the people of Israel. Therefore, it's appropriate to bury Rav Huna next to Rabbi Chia. They asked who will take him into Rabbi Chia's burial cave, as few are fit to enter it. Rav Chaga said to them, I will take him into the cave, for I attended to him and knew his great deeds. For example, one day one of the straps of his tefillin turned around, the unpainted side being turned outward, and he observed forty fast days for this error. Rav Chaga took him in. The body of Rabbi Chia's son Yehuda lay buried to the right of his father, and the body of his other son Chizkiah lay to his left. The spirit of Yehuda said to the spirit of Chizkiah, Rise from your place, as it is not proper to remain lying when the body of Rav Huna is standing here. When Rav Chizkiah rose, a pillar of fire came up with him. When Rabbi Chaga saw this, he was frightened by what he saw, and so he raised Rav Huna's coffin and stepped away. And he was not harmed by this pillar of fire because Rav Huna's coffin served to protect him. Let's look at the Gemara. Whoever cries and mourns over the death of an upright person, they forgive him for all his transgressions because of the honor he accorded to the deceased. If one was standing there at the time of the soul's departure, he is also obligated to rend his clothes, as it is taught. From Shimon Menelaza says, one who stands over the deceased at the time of the soul's departure is obligated to rend. To what may this be likened? To a Torah scroll that is burnt, for which anyone present is obligated to rend his clothes. Ravashi said, On that day when Ravina passes from this world, what will you say about him? Bar Avin replied, I shall say, Cry for the mourners and not for that which was lost, 
as it has passed to its eternal rest while we remain here with our sighs. Let's analyze the Gemara. When a righteous person passes on, the whole world is affected. Despite the fact that Bar Avin lamented the impending loss of Ravina, the Chassam Sofer comments that a righteous individual is never truly lost. He describes the difference between the passing of a tzaddik and an ordinary person. When the Torah reports on the passing of a tzaddik, a righteous man, it uses the phrase, he was gathered unto his people. What's the meaning of that peculiar phrase? The completely righteous live on through their impact and teachings. They live on in the actions of those whom they inspired and continue to inspire. Thus their spirit is gathered unto the people as the living continue to develop and expand upon their great legacy. When the Gemara instructs us to cry and mourn the death of an upright person, we are bidden to ensure that the soul of the righteous deceased is not lost from our lives. We need to endeavor to emulate that person's conduct and continue their life's mission. This brings us to the enigmatic story of Rav Huna's funeral arrangements. The first issue was whether to place the Sevatara on his bier. Placing the Sevatara would have demonstrated to all who accompanied the body along its journey that this man was a Talmud Chacham, a great scholar who embodied all the Torah's ideals. In the end, they chose not to do so, but the dilemma should remain etched in our minds. People tend to treat the inanimate Torah scroll with extraordinary honor. Some of those same people are known to treat Torah scholars with disdain and disrespect. That obviously makes no sense at all. The mission of a Sefer Torah is fulfilled when human beings live by its teachings. The next issue was the problem of getting Rav Huna out the front door. Since the entrance was too narrow, they considered lowering the body off the roof, but they concluded that that would be improper. The Olela Sephraim explains that our souls enter this world on a certain spiritual level. Wicked people leave on a lower level than they initially entered, while the righteous people elevate their souls and leave on a higher level. Lowering the body from the roof to the ground level suggests that this person may have been wicked. In a similar vein, perhaps, transferring him from beer to beer evokes the notion of Gilgul, which is translated as reincarnation, but literally means rolling. According to the Arizal, we continue to return to earth as many times as it takes to fulfill our soul's eternal mission. Rolling the body from one beer to the next might have implied that Rav Huna would need another roll, a further incarnation or two. Therefore, that was considered unacceptable. Ultimately, they broke down the wall to allow him to pass out of the home and continue on his spiritual journey, demonstrating that there were no barriers between Rav Huna and his final destination in heaven. While there are many more details in the story that beg for explanation, let's jump to the conclusion. When Chizkiah's spirit rises with a fire of revelation, Rav Chaga shields himself behind Rav Huna. This brings us back to the teaching of the Chassam Sofer. While he may indeed have shielded himself physically behind the coffin, on a spiritual level, it was the merit of Rav Huna who was never lost from this world that protected him. In fact, even when Tzadikim enter Gan Eden, enter heaven, their merit protects us when we continue to be inspired by their teachings. This is actually hinted at in the very name Gan Eden, which may be read Magain Ba'adan, which means protection for them. Always remember, those who embody the Torah's teachings are as holy as the Torah itself. Their wisdom endures through the lives of those whom they impacted and in turn. They look down upon us, protecting us and encouraging us in our service of heaven. 
May you forever maintain the vitality of our holy sages, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.